Welcome to the Woodland Heights Baptist Church Sunday Talks podcast. Sunday Talks is a weekly roundtable discussion about theological and cultural topics. For more information and show notes, visit whbcconway.org forward slash Sunday Talks. Here's your host. Good evening, church family. I hope you all had a great morning of worship today. My name is Rox Horton. I'm the discipleship pastor here at Woodland Heights. I'm excited to be here with you tonight. Uh, Last week we discussed uh, the model or the blueprint that Jesus gave us in his ministry of what discipleship should look like. And we discussed how we should imitate that since Jesus is the perfect model of what the church should look like and he is the head of the church, so we want to look like him and imitate him in all that we do. And so we learned that there was four steps that we see in Jesus' discipleship model. There was a large teaching gathering or a corporate worship setting um, where the masses would come and Jesus would teach and people would come to hear from him and to learn about him. And then we saw that Jesus took from those groups smaller groups um, and we see that he, you know, he had his 12 disciples plus him, so a, a group of 13 that was his small group that he poured into even more, and he did life with, and he fellowshiped with, um, and continued to go through that. And we'll talk more about that in the weeks to come. And from that, we also see that um, from that smaller group, he picked out um, three. So he had a smaller group of four that he poured into even more, and he revealed things to even more that that taught them how to go out and and to lead the church after he was gone and so he was building up his replacement through that Um, and then the last thing that we see was was, the fourth step was personal devotion it was just um, intimate time with God alone where we would see Jesus would leave the crowd he would leave his disciples and he would go up on a mountain and he would spend time speaking with God and spend time with God in prayer and we see that all throughout Jesus ministry of this personal time with God is as he's pouring out to these people, the lost world constantly, that he would go and he would get renewed in his strength by God so that he could go out again. And, uh, and so through this, we see these four steps, and, and each of these steps play a crucial role um, in Jesus' plan for discipleship. And, and the ultimate purpose for discipleship is spiritual maturity or a, a deep relationship with God. And if we are lacking in any of these four steps, or any of these four areas, then we are missing out on growing in our spiritual maturity. Uh, and so obviously we want to be a strong, healthy church who makes disciples. So, so how do we do that as a church? And, and so we're going to talk through that a little bit more in depth today. And we're going to look at Jesus' blueprint. And we learn that, um, that that means, or what that means, and why we reflect on our own lives and reflect on what our church is doing and see what we need to do to grow in each of these areas ourselves so that we can grow in our relationship with God. And so with that, over the next several weeks, we're going to take each one of these steps and go a little bit deeper into them. There's no way that we can spend all the time that they deserve um, doing this on Sunday Talks. This would be a a commitment to doing this constantly to to truly spend the time and invest the time that we need to um, in each of these. But... Uh, what I hope that we can do is see the significance in each of these and um, through that pray that God would reveal to us the things that we're doing well and then also reveal to us the things that we need to improve upon and then actively do our best to improve in those areas so that we can grow in our spiritual maturity. So we're going to look at the large teaching gatherings today or what we call corporate worship, which is what we do on Sunday mornings when 
Pastor Larry comes and preaches God's Word to us. And so we're going to cover that today. And again, not as in-depth as, as we really need to, but we're going to kind of um, just barely scrape the surface of what it looks like. But again, I hope it will reveal to us some things that um, we can do to prepare our hearts to, to worship God corporately. Um, so let's first just start with this question. What is cor corporate worship and why do we do it? I feel like sometimes we come to church, but we don't really... We don't really process what's the purpose of coming to church each and every Sunday and why do we do this and I and specifically why do we go into this large room together and worship so corporate worship is a body of believers who come together under the gospel to have communion with God the purpose of coming here on Sunday mornings to worship as a group of believers is to have communion with God or fellowship with God so have you ever thought of your church service as a time for you to commune with God or to be in His presence. And if you don't come into a worship time with that mindset, then you are missing out on what God has for you. So my prayer first is that, yes, that's what you're doing, that you are coming here with a mindset of, of communion with God. Um, but if you're not, I hope through this that it'll show you the significance in that um, and we can work through that together. So our heart's desires we enter into corporate worship should be fellowship with God as the body of Christ and so through this mindset um, with God many things take place and I want to look at a few of those again we can't go into everything but we want to look at a few of those so that we can reflect on your personal life um, with God and, and that we can also reflect on what we're doing as a church uh, and my prayer through this is that God will reveal to us anything that we are missing out on when it comes to corporate worship because without this area here we're going to see that discipleship is very challenging um, without this so the first thing that I think as we come into a corporate worship setting is praising God for his holiness and his goodness God is worthy of our worship and that is why we gather this corporate worship is to come together and, and praise God for who he is and all of his goodness and so that is the first reason why we get together and then the second step for that is, is fellowship with God renews us in the gospel. Our response to God in corporate worship is remembering our commitment to Christ. And we also remember his commitment to us. And so this fellowship time together renews us in the gospel. It reminds us of who we are in Christ and, and, what, and what we are called to do with our lives. So the third thing that we see is, is corporate teaching of God's words deepens our relationship with Christ and His church. And this time allows God's word to teach us and to convict us and to correct us and ultimately lead us to spiritual maturity. So that is where we see this step really falling into that discipleship process. <coughs> Excuse me. And so this it leads us to spiritual maturity when we, when we sit in a large gathering and we hear the word of God go out and it convicts our hearts and it corrects us and leads us down this path of righteousness. And so our fourth step in this is corporate worship is relational. <clears throat> Through the work that Jesus did on the cross and, and in his resurrection, we have access to God through faith in Jesus. He is our mediator to the Father. So corporate worship fosters the relationship with God and, and we are welcome in the presence of Almighty God. And so we gather to worship Him and we develop our relationship with Him as we come together corporately. And so lastly, we see that corporate worship by design is a body of believers 
they come together to have fellowship with God, but through that evangelism takes place. As we invite in the lost world to come into God's house, our worship service acts the testimony to God and it convicts the heart of the lost as they see that God is with us, that God is working in this place and He is speaking to His people. And when they watch that, it is a testimony that God is real and God is here. And then through that, the Spirit will convict the hearts of the lost. And so corporate worship acts as a, a way of evangelism to the lost world. And so again, those are just a few things that corporate worship really is. But, but I think that these are some of the most important things that we need to, to understand as we come together to worship corporately. And so my prayer for our church is that um, for us as the body of Christ experience all of these and not just one or two of them that we would experience all of these and we would commune with God on a Sunday morning and spend time fellowshipping with Him in His presence. And so if you don't feel like your Sunday morning worship results in fellowship with God that praises God, that renews you in the gospel, that deepens your relationship with Christ, that corrects you and leads you to spiritual maturity and acts as a witness to the gospel of Jesus, to the unbeliever, then my advice for you would do to maybe do a better job preparing your heart to meet with God in this corporate worship setting. And so as a church, we should never walk into a worship time and not be prepared to meet with God. It is the purpose as for a believer to come to church is to meet with God. And so that is why we come. So why would we not prepare for that? We prepare for everything else that we do. If you go to work, you make sure that you have everything, whatever it is that you wear to work, you make sure you have that on. You have your briefcase or your laptop or your backpack or whatever it may be, and you prepare before you go to work. And when we take our kids to school, we make sure that they've been fed, that they have their backpack, their homework is done, and we get ready for these things and we take them to school. And the same for their activities, and we prepare for everything that we do. We go on vacation, we make preparations in advance to make sure that it is everything is taken care of. So why would that be any different for the most important thing that we do every week? But a lot of times we don't. We, we don't prepare our hearts to meet with God. We don't prepare in advance. And so we should never come into God's house lackadaisically. We should enter into God's house with reverence and awe and prepare to hear from Him knowing that that is the purpose of why we are here. And so I'm going to close with this today as we just wrap up what corporate worship really is. And I just want to close with a couple of steps um, for better heart preparation as we enter into corporate worship. Because we're going to see here in a moment that corporate worship is so significant in this discipleship process as we start thinking about pouring into others and teaching others about God's Word. If we are not being renewed in our strength through corporate worship, then we will struggle in those other areas. And so just a couple of steps for us to better prepare our hearts as we enter into corporate worship is the number one thing is realize the importance of it. Do we understand the importance of gathering together as a body of believers to worship? And once we realize that, then the next step for us is to prepare my heart for that. I know that I'm going to commune with God, and I want to prepare my heart for that. And this heart preparation does not start Sunday morning, 10 minutes before church service. For me, I think preparing my heart for church and this worship setting starts Saturday. 
that I'm ready, that I've got my things laid out. I know what I'm going to do. I know where I'm going to go. My kids have their clothes ready and we are ready. So when we get up Sunday morning, things run smoothly. I'm not running around the house in chaos trying to figure out what I'm doing, but things are running smoothly and we have prepared to go and to meet with our God. And so we prepare Saturday night. And then take time to pray and ask God to prepare your heart. Our lives are full of hundreds and hundreds of distractions that take us away from God, that, um, that just distract us from spending our time with God. And so one of the best ways that we can prepare for corporate worship is to pray. God, prepare my heart to meet with you tomorrow morning. Remove the distractions that I'm going to have. Remove the things that are going in my life that keep me from focusing on you. God, I want to commune with you. I want to have this deep, intimate relationship with you. And so, Father, prepare my heart for that as I enter into this time of worship with you. And so we pray and we ask God to prepare our hearts as we enter into this time of corporate worship. And when you do come into the church Sunday morning, the last thing, have the mindset of fellowship with God. Know that you are going to meet with him today, that you are going to hear from him today and have the mindset that I am going to respond to God in obedience today. We don't walk into a corporate worship setting and just go, well, I wonder what God's going to do today. Or we'll figure this out as we go. We come and we are prepared knowing that I want to hear from God. I am going to hear from God and I am going to respond to God's word today. And so that is how we prepare our hearts as we enter into this time of corporate worship. And this is the first step that we see in Jesus' blueprint for discipleship. And so I hope through discussing corporate worship that you see how important it is in the discipleship process and hopefully some ways that you can better prepare yourself and your family for worship. Because without communion with God, and being in His presence and being renewed in His strength, we are not able to take on these other steps of the discipleship process. And we're not able to pour into others because we are not allowing God to pour into us. We see through Jesus' ministry that He would pour into these people and He would go and He, he would be renewed in His strength and He would be ready to go back out and, and to continue doing the work that God has given Him. And so for us, we come corporately and we worship together and we praise our God and we let him renew us in the gospel. And so we must first have communion with God and be strengthened by him so that we can go out and make disciples and answer this call of the great commission that God has given the church. Let's pray together. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord, thankful that we have a church body that you have built and is built on the name of Jesus, Lord, and, and through his work on the cross and his resurrection from the grave that we have a hope of a future, an eternity with you in glory. So, Father, as we come and we worship, Father, I pray that we come here with the intent of meeting with you, knowing that we are going to fellowship with you and commune with you, and we are able to be in your presence because of what Jesus did for us. And I pray, Lord, as we do that, that our hearts will be prepared to meet with you and prepared to hear from you. And that each and every time we enter into a, a corporate worship setting, Lord, that our hearts would be um, with the mindset that I'm going to respond to God today in obedience. Because, Lord, you have something for each and every one of us every single time you speak to us. Because, Father, so often we come with a bad mindset. 
So, Father, I pray that you would convict our hearts of that and convict our church of how we um, can, can continue to develop this mindset, Lord. And just So I just pray above everything, Lord, that your spirit would guide us, that you would teach us what corporate worship is all about and teach us how to do it in a way that brings honor and glory to you. Lord, thank you for this time and thank you above all for your son. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.